0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. All right, folks,
1: here we are. Welcome back to Real Presence Live for the second half of our first hour. I'm Chris Euler.
2: I'm Sammy Martha.
1: And we are broadcasting from Aberdeen Run High School. Uh, it is cold. It is snowy, and there are no students here. Uh, I think I've said that every but every. You time. have said that yeah. every time we come I, back. Home. I just am just. It's just so hilarious being here on a in the middle of the week, and there's like no kids here. It's we normally
2: freak the students out when you record in the middle of the school day.
1: Oh, I know. It's hilarious. Usually, like they come and walk in the room, and they're like. Like stare at me. Like, they
2: feel like they can be heard live, so then they're really quiet. It's actually a really good way to get the students to be quiet. I should
1: just, I should just wear a headset in my, in my class with my junior high kids. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm on the radio right now. Hold on. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> anyway, so, but, Sammy, we were just talking about Lent. And uh, it's a pretty good segue that, from what we were talking about to our next part of the interview here. Uh, we are welcoming... Michael Rogers here, who is the illustrator of a children's book, Louise Lent from Ascension Press. So Michael uh, is a local kid, local uh, Aberdeen, or excuse me, local South Dakota kid uh, from the Sioux Falls area who's going to be doing a book signing at the Mustard Seed, February 26th, so this Friday, Mm. uh, Saturday, excuse me, this Saturday, if I did my math correctly, uh, from 11 to 3 p.m. at the Mustard Seed in Sioux Falls. So we're excited to have him on, share a little bit about his book, about his life, and why he wrote, or why he's involved in this process. So, Michael, thanks for being on with us today.
3: You're very welcome. Thank you for having me.
1: All right, well, before we get into, like, the book, tell us a little bit about who you are.
3: Yeah, so um, I was born here in Sioux Falls and uh, raised in a very uh, a very strong Catholic family um, of four kids, uh, so I'm the second in a family, and um, I went to a Catholic grade school, and Went to a Catholic high school as well, O'Gorman, go Knights. Uh, So as a kid, I was really drawn to religious art and um, just pictures and books. And to this day, I still enjoy just um, scrolling through books um, just because I'm so drawn to the visuals. And so because I developed a strong appreciation for art, I decided to get a bachelor's degree in studio arts at SDSU. Um, when I was there, I was exposed to all kinds of arts. Um, but I, my main focus was kind of focusing on religious material. Um, so I remember during uh, class, people would be coming by and watching me doing a uh, painting of Jesus. And they're thinking, who's this crazy guy, you know? And, and who's this, who's this Jesus guy that he's painting? And so it was really great to kind of see, introduce other people to my religious arts, um, especially during college. Um, so from SDSU, I graduated in 2019 and, uh, right away, I knew that I wanted to keep pursuing my dreams to be an illustrator. Um, typically when I do my art today, um, I work late into the night just because that's kind of the time where I can just relax and know that, uh, the rest of Sioux Falls is just kind of, uh, shut down for the night, um... But when I'm not doing my arts, I typically enjoy uh, spending time with my family, uh, going for bike rides if the weather permits it, Um, going to restaurants. I love restaurants and and food, and especially Italian restaurants, Um, and just trying to grow in my faith. And I've definitely um, been spending more time in prayer, too, so that's a definite interest of mine.
2: That's beautiful. Um, I liked how you kind of brought in the end there about talking about your faith life. Could you kind of explain to us how the, your love for art and your faith have kind of merged together and how those go together in your life?
3: Yeah. So, um, at a young age of, I'd say about five or six, I would draw on anything that I could get my hands on, um, whether it be napkins, um, the newspaper, um, our walls, um, and so I'd be out at dinner with I'd be out at dinner with uh my family um or even at church and I'd always be asking my mom, you know, do you have a pen? Do you have a paper? I I need to just doodle and um so she'd give me one and I would just draw endlessly and um develop my own stories and uh, even just draw biblical material like I remember at a very young age I would always be drawing Jesus, always be drawing Mary um and throughout my childhood drawing was part of of my daily life like a day was not normal for me unless I would fit drawing um, in that day sometime Um, so I'd come home from school and I'd do my art and I'd always find it something um, to be very humbling and um, at the age of 8 I actually had my own booth at uh, the Sidewalk Arts Festival here in Sioux Falls and um, I was doing caricatures and so um, that was very, uh, very fun for me. And um, just being involved in, in art contests um, uh, was something that was great for me. And my grandfather introduced me to artists like um, Caravaggio, Michelangelo, and um, really unique uh, Native American art as well, which I developed an interest for. Um, so after I saw art as a hobby... I I, I saw it as a potential career option, so I decided to take art classes and really kind of um, get my knowledge down and and get my college degree, Um, and it was a great experience. My professors were so great at challenging me to create strong work and to really get out of my comfort zone, and I knew I loved art because I could not stay away from it, and um, I'm always going to love it, and it's always going to be... uh, Part
1: of my DNA, I'd say. Yeah, that's very awesome. That's so cool. You know, I love especially when people can take like something they're passionate about and merge it with their faith. And I found you right. know, in my life, like I had a lot of people uh, who have influenced me to live my faith, but also influenced me in like my hobbies and things uh, that I enjoy to do. So, who are some like the people who influenced you to do art? I heard you mention Caravaggio, Michelangelo, Native yeah. American art. Who are some people or who are some artists that you can look to and say, them, they are a big influence in my life?
3: Right. Um, I'd say Caravaggio. Uh, Caravaggio. is number one. It's just um, the style of his work is so, it really captures what's going on, whether he's painting or depicting the, the um, arrest of Jesus or the crucifixion. He's really, he really nails the emotion down and he really, he really gets what what's going on, and he you can you can tell by looking at his work that he really studied you know his, his material um, because a lot of art um, you know you, you point things out and you go oh that's wrong or, or you know uh, oh, that's, you know something's not right. It, um, Caravaggio just there's something about his work that is very um, very graceful. And, um, another artist I forgot to mention was Akiana Kramark. She's actually a artist who's living today. Um, Hmm. I was introduced to her work when she painted, um, an image of Christ called Prince of Peace. And so, um, ever since I saw that picture, um, I was just really inspired to kind of paint Christ more. And, um, I consider her as, um. uh, a role model to look up to because she, you know, she, she was an atheist and she really taught people that, Hey, it's okay to express your faith in art and to be an outcast. So. Well.
1: That's awesome. I, I yeah. love Carva. I got a Caravaggio print hung up in my classroom. I've got, uh, the oh, yeah. doubting, doubting of St. Thomas in my classroom. So mm-hmm. I love that picture.
3: That's a great one.
1: Yeah.
2: Beautiful. I think it's really incredible just, um, how we have these gifts, these charisms that we use, um, to serve God. And I just, I think that's so beautiful that you took this like natural talent that you had. Um, and then you also just like studied and perfected that so that you could serve God in that way. Cause I think it's so beautiful, right? Like we read scripture and we do, um, you know, we do Lexio Divina, things like that. We pray with what we read, but, um something that I got the opportunity to do when I was like a missionary is we taught kids how to do Visio Divina, especially little ones, you know, that don't know how to read yet, um, but they do know how to yeah. look, how to see. So it was um I think that's really right. beautiful with your book, how you can have students like enter into that and they can see the beautiful art. Um that's incredible. So where um where can people see your work at?
3: Yeah, so um I as of now I have an Instagram page. Um it is Mike Art and um, those of you who have Instagram, you can check out my page. Um, and I'm currently in the process of uh, putting together a Fine Art America page, and that's where people can purchase my prints and um, my original work as well. But as of now, I'm just kind of keeping Instagram as um, the main platform um, for people to view my work. And I'm always kind of creating new work, so there's... Um, There's hundreds of pieces that I've done that are not on my Instagram, but Mm -hmm. eventually uh, they'll get up there. And so it's just kind of picking which ones are the most um, uh, just pleasing to the eye. And um, but now it's just Instagram.
2: Incredible. So can people do people can they like make offers? They can they buy your work off of Instagram?
3: Off, I don't so I don't have an option on Instagram where people can buy my work, but um see that's why doing the um Fine Art America page for me is, is important because I, I've actually had people reach out to me saying, Hey, um, I really like this piece you did. Um, there's no way I can purchase it. Is there any way, you know, we can make that work? And so um It's just me um, telling them, you know, yes, you know, um, I'm getting a Fine Art America page, and uh, if you have any other inquiries, um, just give me an email, and I'll give them my email as well. Um, So, yeah, and and the main thing is email. People, you know, email me a lot um, about illustration inquiries or just um, purchasing my work, so that's really, really refreshing.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And what an opportunity for you to continue to do what you love, to affect yeah. uh, affect the world around you, and also to you know in our world we got to make a living. So, like what a great <laughs> opportunity right. you have. And so uh, we're going to get ready to head out to break here. But before we before we do, uh, I just want to invite you all to stay on air because the second half of this interview we're going to talk about the book he illustrated, the new book called Louise Land. So stay tuned. Uh, And we'll be uh, ready to rock and roll and talk about a book that you may want
0: to purchase for your loved ones. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.
1: Hi, I'm Father Chris Alar. In this world of suffering and pain, we've all experienced loss, especially the death of someone we love. And it's never harder than it is with suicide. In our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and for You, we want to be able to help you. We know that the pain and suffering is great, but we also know that we we can get through it. So please visit suicideandhope.com to learn more. Thank you.
0: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. All right, we are back,
1: ladies and gentlemen. Here we are, Aberdeen Roncalli High School. We are live, even though most of the world in our neck of the woods is slowed down, taking Mm -hmm. a day off due to the snow day. But we are here, we are broadcasting, we are Ready to bring the message of the good news of Jesus Christ to you via the airwaves. So, before the break, uh, Sammy and I were chatting with Michael Rogers about his love of art, his passion for art, uh, how he got into it, uh, and where people can see his work, right? And we have a great opportunity for you to be able to see his work and to gain some benefit from it uh, spiritually through uh, a book, a children's book that he illustrated called Louise Land. So, Michael... You had an opportunity to illustrate a book. How did you come to get that opportunity?
3: Um, honestly, I I had no idea how you know art agents work, and, and um, so I had no art agents or or anything. And so how this all began was um, I reached out to Ascension Press, and I submitted my resume and and samples of my artwork, and I just said you know, hello, my name is Michael Rogers. I am a freelance illustrator. And um, I let them know that I really would want to be a part of illustrating any books or promotional material for them. Um, and so like a day later, I got an email from uh, their graphic designer asking me to illustrate a children's book called Louie's Lent. And I was thinking, what is Louie's Lent about? You know, because um, at first I didn't, I didn't have information about the book. Um And so a couple days passed, and uh, she gave me details on the author, um, Claudia Cangelo McAdam, who is a really amazing writer. Um, so if any of you have kids, I recommend you buy her books for them. Um, so several days passed, and I did some planning on what kind of style was most suitable for this story. And um, I was told um, that the author wanted the illustrations to be um, minimal, I'd say, but with a vast choice of a color palette. So more kind of colorful rather than more detailed. Um, so I developed early sketches in my notebook, and um, I translated them, those sketches into Photoshop, which is what I mainly used uh, to illustrate this book. Mm. Um, and this was my first ever job to illustrate a book. So lots of prayer and, and patience and practice were Uh, were key elements um, to the process. And uh, totally, it took me about three to four months to illustrate Louise Lent. So it was um, very fun for me, and um, I learned more about, you know, what children really look for in books. And sure, the text is is very crucial. And, um, you know, I really learned that the visuals in books really make the text stand out and really kind of tell the story as well. And so, um, and I was thinking to myself, you know, why, why is God calling me to do this? You know, there are so many people out there who, who are illustrators. You know, there's a kind of a fight for, you know, illustration jobs in the, um, in the art industry today. And one day I was watching a YouTube video um, of Jim Caviezel, who, who played Jesus in The Passion of the Christ. And he said, you know, God doesn't always choose the best, but he chose you. So, you know, what what are you going to do? And um, I thought, well, you know, me personally, I'm going to answer his call and I'm going to illustrate this book. Um, And um, my dad was telling me that, you know, just by simply illustrating this children's book, I'm evangelizing. And I'm helping young kids um, see the importance of the season of Lent.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's incredible. No, you are definitely using your talent to, you know, share in the gift and share that with young people. And so beautiful because that's how our young people learn, and that's how they receive and come to know Christ. That's so beautiful. So as we talk about this book, could you tell us about kind of what the book is about? Can you tell us about the story of the book? Mm -hmm. So the book is
3: basically, it's about um, a young boy named Louie, and he's kind of wrestling... um, with himself, he's completely stumped, you know, um, what am I going to do for Lent? You know, what, what's the real um, big deal of Lent? And um, he, you know, he, uh, as the story progresses, you really kind of see his attitude positively change toward Lent. And um, you see how he becomes much more wise and much more generous uh, toward his classmates and even to God. Um, and in the book, at the end of the book, his his teacher says that doing things for others is like doing things for God, and I'd say that that's the main lesson in the story, Um, and it's great that the author made um, Louis' friends and and classmates a huge part of the story as well, because they're just as important as as Louis is, Um, and by the end of the book, you really see how Louis understands the importance of Lent, and how it brings us closer to Jesus. Um, and that Lent isn't necessarily about giving something up. It's about doing something, um, whether it's um, doing something for somebody, spending more time in prayer, um, or fasting from something we're clinging to. Um, so I think that a lot of kids who read the book, you know, who start from beginning to end, will really kind of see that, hey, I'm a lot like Louie. You know, I... Uh, I get stumped on what to do for Lent, and, um, you know, when the 40 days are over, I just I feel much more closer to Jesus, and that's um, that's that's what the book is about. It's about, you know, taking that suffering of giving something up or doing something and really uniting it to Jesus' suffering on the cross. Um, and it really, I think it, it brings kids joy, like the fact that they're Doing something, you know, during Lent, it it really kind of gives them joy at the end because they feel like, "Hey, I'm a much better Christian. I'm a much better Catholic." Um, and so, seeing Louis' journey throughout the book, um, it really it's really inspiring for for young children.
1: Yeah, it's really yeah. I went onto Ascension's page, and I found the book here, and I like the, the scripture verse that the author based it off of, Matthew nine thirteen. Go and learn what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. And That's right. That's yeah, a, a beautiful thing, you know. And Sammy and I were kind of talking before our, the interview with you started about, with Lent, oftentimes when we give things up, we don't always fill it with things that help us to know Jesus more. And so this is a wonderful way for our young people to kind of be formed early on to learn what Lent's all about and to learn what Lent is really uh, intended to do. And so for those people who desire to, to purchase this book, uh, where can they get a copy?
3: Yeah, so the book is um, available to order on ascensionpress.com. And actually, it's on display here at the Mustard Seed in Sioux Falls. And um, I think it got released a bit earlier than expected, so that's awesome. And I was very thrilled to see it on the shelves. Um, Actually, I went to my parents' house one morning last week, and my mom was like, hey, your book came today. And um, I I was thinking, what? You know, it doesn't come out until March. And so, um, yeah, the book's out already uh, for order. And um, so I'm really thrilled that... um, It's it's out just in time for Lent, and in fact before Lent. So, um, yeah. So just go to ascensionpress.com, or you can pick it up at the mustard seed here in Sioux Falls.
1: Absolutely, and we got some great opportunities there, like you're saying for local support. So, first off, the mustard seed, of course, go support the local uh, local Catholic store. Uh, in Sioux Falls, but then also to support you, Michael, to support the work that you did to help further the kingdom of God. Uh, And what a gift we have to have people who are using their local gifts and talents uh, to do that. So, Michael, as we've been talking to you this whole time, I'm thinking about uh, our bishop, Bishop Donald DeGroote here, uh, and his call to us for lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love. And so, can you maybe speak to how that call applies to your own life and through this book and through the art that you do to be a lifelong Catholic missionary disciple.
3: Yeah, um, I think in anything that I do, like whether it's my art or, or storytelling in any way, I have to say, okay, I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing this for God. I'm, there's there's a purpose of me doing this, and that is to bring people closer to Jesus Um so, like, for example, my illustration, my, you know, me drawing, that's that's me kind of evangelizing and, and um, uh, speaking God's words to me through my art and, and try to convey what God is telling me. Um, and so doing it, doing it for God it, is much more humbling than doing it for, you know, because it, it is important to make a living, but I understand that. God is wanting me to surrender everything that I have and and give it completely to Him and kind of, um, do this out of mercy and and love for Him, not, you know, um, not sacrifice out of love and mercy. And so, um, I think that Donald DeGroote, his, um, his wise words of, of just, you know, doing everything for the Lord, anything and everything for the Lord and not, not for attention, not for yourself. Um, I think that that's key, and um, that's what I want to continue doing in my work is just doing it for God, nobody else but for God. And to um, help bring uh, those who are lost closer to Him, um, even if even if it doesn't, you know, do much for them, just giving them a realization that you know God loves you, Jesus loves you, you're both real, and you have an opportunity to have a relationship with them, just as anybody else does. And so um, that's kind of the sole purpose of of me uh, doing my art.
1: That's a beautiful gift, you know, to recognize, like, we are not made uh, for ourselves, right? Uh, we are made right. to, for a sincere gift of self. And that is actually uh, something that uh, we're going to hear about as well in the next segment. So, Michael, we thank you for being on with us today. Uh, for sharing with us where you can get your book about your work. Uh, For those who are in the listening area, please look this guy up. Mike Rog Art, you said, is your Instagram page? Yes. Alright, so, Mike Rock Art on Instagram, be looking for a Fine Art America page as well from him. And of course, Louise Lent from Ascension Presents or the Mustard Seed Catholic Bookstore. Now, in conjunction with knowing that our life is not about ourselves, I encourage you guys to stay tuned for our next interview with Sister Rachel Gosta talking about the Pastoral Ministry Days and the Relic of the Great Saint and Champion of Humanity, John Paul II. We'll see you after the break.